Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And today we are going to discuss the first bona fide classic in mm. the run. It's a doozy. It really is. And it is. Playing with fire. <gasps> Book number three. <laughs> I think it's... This is one of most people's favourites, I think. Because a lot happens. It's a really good one. There's a lot going on. And, yeah. uh, and it's got an amazing cover. It Do you want to describe okay. this so, beautiful image? Yeah, we've got Bruce Patman, who kind of looks like a young John Barrowman, I think, on this. Oh, he does! Doesn't he? I've never thought of that before. Yeah. He's wearing a lot of product. He is. He's got a smoky eye <laughs> going on. I happening. usually don't like the beauty singular. Some contouring going on there. Yes. He's uh, He's got some kind of beige jumper draped across his shoulders. Maybe it's is... a, an animal's pelt. Oh, maybe it is. Because he's maybe a... skinned that grace of young life. <laughs> yes, from the last the last episode, which we recommend you listen to yes. if you have not already heard it. Mm. And he's he's got Jessica in his clutches. He does. He's, Literally. He's kind of choking her a little bit, it looks like. I don't know. It's like... yeah. That, arm is right across her neck it, yeah it is does not look comfortable no. but she looks very pleased she with herself. looks happy enough yeah yeah she's uh i was gonna say she's wearing the lavalier she's not lavalier but she's wearing something else <laughs> yeah it's some other kind of pendant oh well you know things are bad in jessica's world if she's abandoned her she's unpronounceable jewelry <laughs> thing so uh she's clearly taking a turn yes so she's 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 looking you know like she's got her man mm. but as the tagline says can Jessica play Bruce Patman's game and win? Well, we'll see. So the back uh, cover tagline is "Too hot to handle." Excellent. Oh, and this is this is there's some steamy stuff. Mm. This is probably the steamiest. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is the blurb. Watch out, Sweet Valley High. Once again, Jessica Wakefield has gotten her way, fresh from her greatest social triumph. <sighs> Is that being elected like queen? Like, like really? It seemed pretty meaningless in yeah. the grand scheme of things. And fair God, <laughs> setting the bar low, Jessica. Yeah. That's your greatest social tribe. Anyway, she proceed. Jessica proceeds to sink her hooks into rich, handsome Bruce Patman, the most eligible, sought-after guy at SVH. Or has Bruce gotten his hooks into Jessica? <gasps> Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, notices a big change in her sister. Suddenly, Jessica's following Bruce everywhere, dropping everything just to spend time with him. Elizabeth doesn't trust Bruce one bit. He's arrogant, demanding, and way too fast. Jessica can usually hold her own with any guy, but this time Elizabeth's afraid. Her sister may be going too far. Oh my God. Well, there's a a lot to take in there. A lot to take in. And a lot happens because we kick in with the dance. It's another three for three on the dances. Yeah, they are... Danced up a storm. Really, actually, I just want to point out the name of this dance. It's oh. the fifth annual Rockin' Dance Party Contest. Oh, good God. Don't you love it? Yeah, <laughs> I do love it, but I'm also kind of astonished that, like, they have time. You know, we've got so many dances. What do we need? Oh, we need a dance contest. Oh, yeah. But actually, that does make sense. They've only practiced a lot mm. of moves. A lot of practice. So they're As getting- we'll see. Yeah. Oh, well, we will see. Will we what? <laughs> very, very soon in another of my favorite, all-time favorite Sweet Valley mm. moments. Yes. So so when we go back in, it is a dance. And on Jessica, as last seen in the previous episode, was um, has, has been elected full, full queen. queen. Yes. And Winston is her king. Yes. Her consort. Yeah. Which is Elizabeth's doing as... Yeah. Terrible. So she's used crappy revenge. Used Winston yeah. to get back at Jessica. So yeah. making Winston suffer by being with somebody who doesn't like him. Yes, and he's mad about her, him. So it's it's kind of mean. It's gross. Yeah, but like so many things, Elizabeth yeah. does. She's justified it to herself. But also, like Jessica is, you know, obviously not happy that she's there having to attend with Winston. 
And then Elizabeth is kind of annoyed with her about it, but it's like, this is your doing. Yeah. You did this. So of course she wasn't going to be happy. And like, <laughs> she's literally making Winston walk six paces behind her. Oh, like, it's, it's grotesque. It is. Um, so yeah, they, uh, they're, they're at the dance. Mm-hmm. Winston is, uh, is supposedly, so well. <laughs> uh, apparently Je- Jessica likes him, but he's supposedly always smiling, always joking, something of a class clown. He's in his own way, one of the more interesting boys in the school. In his own way. Yeah. Bit, uh, the dabbing shady, with faint phrase. <laughs> yeah. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. yeah, it's it's another example, like with Enid, they're constantly telling us that Elizabeth's best friend Enid is not dull. <laughs> it's like, you're, first of all, you're protesting too much. Yeah, like, seriously, guys, she's not dull. Yeah. She's really not. And, it, and also, show don't tell. Show, yeah. us, show us why she's not mm. dull. Show us why Winston is interesting. Because I have to say, like, Winston's okay in other books, but he does not come across well. Mm. This is not a good look for Winston at all. This no. Book, really. And like, in all these books so far, he's been kind of just, kind you know, like debasing a, himself. Yeah. If, and then in this one, he gets mean. He does. The Unexpectedly. One. Yeah. Because well, he's so kind of, you know, goofily charming later on. It's like, I kind of forgot that he's kind yeah. of a dick in this one. He's something of a class clown, yeah. but he's also something of an arsehole. <laughs> I'm afraid to say. <laughs> but he's he does witness something spectacular at this dance it's as true. they all do yeah well he keeps stepping on uh, Jessica's toes while they're dancing and she's not too impressed yeah she's but then she's rescued by none other than Bruce Patton than Bruce he's like slinking onto the dance floor oh, yes and he's uh He's ready to do some spectacular moves. Mm, it, well, is a, it is a contest after all. Oh, that is true. He's in it to win it. And and how could he not with moves like this? So they do a dance together. And then during the second and third songs, Bruce and Jessica shifted into more complex moves. They certainly do. <laughs> with the strength of his well-muscled body, Bruce lifted Jessica high in the air. And spun her around his broad shoulders and across his body. Like, he just went full Johnny Castle. How? Out of nowhere. I don't think even Johnny Castle tried, like, juggling. <laughs> Spinning her baby. around his shoulders. Yes. <laughs> what is happening? They were pure grace. Electricity in motion. Wow. And as more and more couples grew aware of what they were up against, they dropped out of the contest. Come on. To stand aside and admire this masterful performance. By the time the third song ended, only a handful of couples remained. And the outcome of the contest was certain. <laughs> like, it's just so amazing that everyone just gives Stops, up. Drop everything and look at them. Yeah. Like, because they're just, in fairness, I ha- I've got to say that if somebody was like spinning somebody around one handed over their head, yeah. I would probably stop. Instead so, of, yeah, morbid curiosity. You would want to see that. Mostly like, oh God, he's going to drop her. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't because he's amazing at dancing. But he's not amazing at being a good potential boyfriend mm. because when Jessica tries to do her usual uh, Jessica sort of seductive moves, mm. he says, "In dancing, at least the guy still takes the lead." Mm-hmm. Ugh, ever Bruce? Yeah, MRA <laughs> monster. Oh God, he's a proto MRA. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Except he does always get girls. He does. So he's some reason. He's more of an old school misogynist. Yeah. Really. Um, (laughs) Well, you're classic misogynist. Yes. He's a classic. (laughs) You're a vintage misogynist. Yes. Well, that does fit in with his his habit of speaking. And it's like an old timey gangster. gangster. So, yeah. He's he's, he's on brand (laughs) all the time. But yeah, it works anyway. uh, Because Jessica doesn't care. No. She's into it. And uh, she, the night is young. It is. Everyone's going back to Ken Matthews' house. Yeah. Party. And apparently, Ken Matthews' house is so enormous that its its grounds yeah. are like full of cars. Now, yeah, it's, it's like a, a car park practically. Out yeah. Front. And you don't hear about the Matthews' amazing house. It's yeah. always about Lila's amazing house. But they've apparently got a uh, a number of cars that have transformed the Matthews' niche grounds into a miniature parking lot. I think how many cars you could park outside my parents house <laughs> one and maybe <laughs> half of it went out onto the path because that is that's what happens now when the entire family are you know oh, in my parents so uh yeah right mr fancy mm. pants also on the banks of a lake by the sounds of things yeah. everyone goes for a swim oh yes they do mm. and now we're reaching something that is just marked in my um in in my uh, post-it notes on the side Simply as boobs. <laughs> I hope there's an exclamation mark. It's there like, is. Oh, is there? Yeah. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> there you go. There is because 
This is, I think, the only time in Sweet Valley yeah. there is a reference to any secondary sexual characteristics. It's true, I think, yeah. So this is, this is as saucy as it gets. I know. For the whole series. They peak too soon. They Book really, three. They really <laughs> do. It, this is quite rosy. Do you want to read the fatal passage? Okay, yeah. So, so to speak. So were, yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, everyone's gone swimming. They're all uh, in their, their swimming tags. But uh, Bruce and Jessica kind of move away from the rest of the gang. So mm, yeah. uh, they're, uh, they're up to no good. So as they continued to embrace, Bruce slowly dropped his arms from her neck to her back. Too caught up in the rapture of the moment, Jessica had no idea what he was doing until she felt the cool water swirl under her bikini top and hit her breasts. <gasps> like The B word. Properly scandalous. It really is. Yeah. And then it's like, right in front of everyone, Bruce had untied her bathing suit strings. Yeah. So she's basically, she's up to her like shoulders neck. or neck yes. in water. So you can't Only her head and shoulders. But yeah. It's pretty saucy. But, uh... And and he's quite creepy because she's like she's not into this. Fair enough. Yeah. And so she wants to try and retie her top without making him think she was some sort of goody goody. Oh. So she pretends she's all like, "Oh, Bruce, why'd you do a thing like that?" Bruce smiled slyly. "What's the matter, Jess? Don't you like to play big girl games, or are you just a tease?" Ugh. Ugh. He's awful. Ugh. And and then they uh, they go off to sort of fool around on some in a in a. It's kind of wood. Yeah, it's weird because she's like, no, you're moving too fast. But then they kind of sneak off the woods together. And it's like, what? I thought, what are you? Okay. Well, (laughs) you know, she's got a right to change her mind, I suppose. That's true, yeah. It's her attitude to Bruce's activities, I suppose, are are quite, um, are are quite inconsistent. Yeah. But then one thing that's incredibly weird that happens is that they're like cavorting in the forest. Yes. And Elizabeth uh, comes after them. And it's just like, can I see you for a minute, Jess? I've got a real <laughs> important problem. I'm like, I, I think Jess is, or Elizabeth is right to be concerned about yeah. Liz fooling, or Jess fooling around with Bruce Batman. Yeah. But at the same time, she's really sort of like, why aren't you stop? Why aren't you just getting up and coming off with me? It's like, yeah. yeah like she was, she was never going to, to get off him and <laughs> come yes. with her, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's, she seems really outraged. They're like, mm. why is this person who, my sister, who was getting off with this boy she's fancied for ages, why isn't she following me? Yeah. Like, of course she's not. Yes. She's been mad about him for at least the last book. And so. she gets really angry with Jess later for like blowing her off. Yeah. Uh, which I, well, you know, I can, you can throw a lot of things at her, but I mean, I don't think you should really have expected her unless it was an actual emergency. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was just her wanting to nag her. Yes. But um, this is a sign of how mental <laughs> Jessica is is that when they're like getting off with each other she's now and it's kind of uh, it's it's actually the context is kind of disturbing because Bruce is sort of seems to be going too far she's yeah. trying to sort of stave him off yeah so she says the first thing that comes into her head but this is the sign of her incredible sociopathy <laughs> is that the first thing that comes to her head is to is saying oh Todd's fooling around on Elizabeth like he's 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 cheating on her yeah that kind of comes out of nowhere doesn't it yeah because it's just that she's a little bit preoccupied or something and she's like oh here's a stupid lie for no good reason yes so it's like that's the first thing that she thinks of Mm. but uh, her first thought is to screw someone else over yeah exactly (laughs) like it's very strange default position (laughs) but anyway they continue this is because this is the racy Sweet Valley High book Mm. that uh it, it, the chapter ends with Bruce kissing her hard, his arms crushing her against him, his mouth demanding what his body wanted to take. That is pretty hot and heavy. It is, and there is no. I mean, it has to say. It have to say. In, I don't know, it's not even his defense. <laughs> he actually doesn't do anything non-consensual. No, in this book, that's after, true. Apart from the, the the bikini strings, in this book, anyway. But he's gonna get <laughs> even worse. Yeah. So in this case, Jessica is up for it. This he's is very just happy, the starter. Yeah. But he. Oh, he's 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 a terrible, he terrible bad person. Bad news, and uh, yeah. So Liz is 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 really annoyed that Jessica is like, and she's out all night as well with Bruce, pretty much, isn't she? She so comes home uh, just before dawn, Ooh. but she's she's very pleased with herself. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Jessica's just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> so her and Bruce just keep snogging in front of everybody for ages, everywhere. That's kind of what mm. happens for the but next Bruce few is really chapters. like demanding and possessive and stuff as well. Yes, that's yeah, that sort of happens quite quickly. And yeah. he's really he's he's got some slick lines <laughs> like the results of my examination show you need some mouth to mouth resuscitation. 
I say your diagnosis is right in the mark, Dr. Patman. <laughs> Shall we begin the treatments? Oh. Well, this is them skipping class, isn't it? Yeah. To just like dry hump each other on the school <laughs> grounds under a tree yes. somewhere. <laughs> like, you can see them from the classroom. You actually can. Yeah, because Elizabeth sees them and it's like, lads, come on. At least yeah. go behind the bike shed. Like everyone else did. <laughs> and Bruce actually, uh, she failed the test. That's right, yeah. So she um, she she usually copies from Emily Meyer of the <laughs> droids, but this time Emily's having a bad time for subplot reasons, mm. and so she she fails, and so Jessica fails. So basically, all her life is just devoted to Bruce at the moment. Yeah, she's just doing everything he wants. Like she picks up his dry cleaning at one point. Yeah, she's. And oh, it's it's, it's of, really horrible. It is, and it, like in a way, it actually makes you miss crazy sociopathic Jessica a little bit because she's such a doormat this, this. is true and you it know? actually feels kind of sad it does you sort and of like, you, you don't know how you miss this evil sociopath until she's she's gone and she starts buying you she buys ensembles new and everything and changes how she dresses she lets him win a tennis because he's getting oh, annoyed that yeah. she's better at it than he is he's so awful he's terrible and she's she, yeah I don't know how she affords all these like dowdy duds <laughs> Because she's suddenly buying like oh, yeah. tan clothes from skirts, clothes from the Boston shop. Oh yeah, which we never hear of again. I don't think so. But yeah, she's buying brown wool blazers and matching skirts, which sounds like a oh, school uniform. Again, stuff that's way too warm for California. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Oh, well, there's no yeah. logic. No, none. So she yeah, skips, uh, she skips cheerleading practice. Well, because weirdly, Bruce uh, has some kind of weird distaste for cheerleaders which makes no sense at all because you know yes lads love a cheerleader so we are led (laughs) to believe and Bruce like she's wearing her uniform and he's like oh wait wear that Oh, wag. Yeah. More or less. He calls uh, he calls the cheerleaders chicks with fat thighs and short skirts. He's so horrible. He's terrible. On every level. Yeah. And of course this is because this is the slut shaming world of Sweet Mm. Valley High which it has to be said Jessica participates in quite a lot (laughs) against other people but she's Todd tells Liz that she's like getting a reputation because that is the worst thing that could happen to you. Of course. In Sweet Valley. Um, but Jessica is, is und- she's just under Bruce's spell. And actually, Elizabeth says, the ta- compares Bruce to an evil wizard. Oh my God. Out to twist Jessica into anything he wants. <laughs> and the thing is, like, she's not wrong. I mean, maybe he's not a wizard. Well, no. <laughs> but he is evil. He is evil. Yeah. And actually, it is, is in the right. Yeah, you know, She's right to be worried about him. For once, she actually is. Yeah, pretty yes. much. But she also has time to do her column. And this is the first time we get a sample. Oh, my God. Of the amazing writing. The writing talent. Of eyes and ears. So and Bern- Ernest Hemingway in the making. Yes, <laughs> as she has informed us in the last book. So this... Bear in mind, we're told repeatedly, like, this is so serious. She really wants to be a writer. And, like... No shame in writing lightweight, mm. fun, trashy stories. Well, this is really bad. Yeah. This is just terrible. This but is shame like, when it's not done well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm all in favour. There was a, you know, there's a reason why I'm doing a Sweet Valley High podcast. Like, I am. <laughs> We're all about the trashy silliness. Exactly. But this is just stupid. <laughs> so this is like her great journalism. The eyes are bu- the holes are buzzing with the news of a hot and heavy thing going on between Lila F and a certain blonde football player. Chalk up one more for Lila. Three cheers for Lois W. John P showed up at her party. Guess sometimes dreams do come true. Well, what we know about John P in future mm. books, no spoilers. Ooh. That is not a good thing. That um, Ida Dor is packing up her suitcases for another weekend visit with GW. Fourth in a row. But who's counting? Like It goes on like this forever. And then Jessica, <laughs> or Elizabeth. God, even I'm mixing them up now. Um, Elizabeth is... Is, is is disappointed in this great work because it seems to her that it lacked its usual punch. Had her writing gone stale, she wondered? No, the breezy copy was as fast-paced and readable as always. Was the, it? Was it really? Well, <laughs> well, we don't know what it's like the rest of the time, so I don't know. But there were plenty of tidbits on all the leading couples in school. So actually why she's disappointed is not that this is just, like, tedious wreck. wreck. <laughs> it's because she has left out the most talked-about duo in school. Jessica and Bruce because they're they've spent two weeks cutting classes uh, to sneak some loving moments in the alley behind the school cafeteria nothing says loving moments like an alleyway I mean fingered (laughs) is sordid awfulness oh god Uh, like Bruce you are 
I mean, actually, you know, do you know what? there's nothing wrong with doing whatever you want in an alley. But I have to say that for, you know, if you've been waiting for Bruce yeah. for this long. And he, Bruce is loaded, like, let's not forget. Yeah, he is not. He can afford to take her somewhere nice. Yeah, he's just basically in an alleyway. rubbing himself <laughs> up against her <laughs> next to the bins. Next to the bins. I'm imagining it being like the alley beside Paddy's pub and Always Sunny. Oh, God. Where there's always like some terrible... Like rubbish, bin bags everywhere. Yeah, some mysterious, questionable stains. Yeah, many well, many questionable stains. It's just a sordid location. It is like each to their own, but that does not (laughs) that does not seem like fun. The stench of the cafe. It's behind the cafeteria as well. It's just like old food and everything. Ah, Bruce, Jesus. (laughs) And she even not only is she like doing whatever. Uh, behind the in the in the alley with him, which she could be getting, she's obviously getting some pleasure out of that. Getting but tetanus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she need a few shots. <laughs> um, but she's running after his tennis balls as if performing a sacred duty. So yeah, she might be getting some jollies. I suspect Bruce is not a very generous partner. I would say so. Yeah, I don't think no, it's all about what he can get out. Absolutely. Of and uh, and then he's got her like. Picking up his status balls, yeah. so to speak. Oh yeah, she's also buying him cassettes with her own money in Record House. And he does not <laughs> need Jessica to purchase some no. cassettes. He's minted. It's he ridiculous. does not need Jessica's tapes. <laughs> he can buy some newfangled CDs. Oh my God. That we probably has a gramophone it's to go with his old timey That would be more gangster like, yeah. persona. More on brand. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but as I think we've mentioned before, there is kind of something amazing in the way that the female Bruce is really is depicted through the female gaze like there's a bit or, a bit where her where Ned is really surprised that Jessica isn't actually playing with Bruce yeah she says I'd rather watch him daddy he looks so beautiful on the courts Mr. Mm. Wakefield smiled at his daughter's <laughs> romantic vision <laughs> okay but it's also quite sad that she won't play tennis with him yeah it's and really she just sad she kind of sits there and watches him even though she's really good at tennis like. yeah no it is it's more sad than anything else yeah but it is the fact that he is constantly presented being as, perved on like. yeah <laughs> some it doesn't make up for him being an MRA person or no. as Elizabeth says it is like the, it is clear that the strong-willed twin she used to know had turned into a helpless puppet Aww. and Bruce Patman was pulling all the strings. Oh my god! Yeah. Evil wizard and puppet master. Yeah, well, like, he's busy <laughs> in between bin <laughs> sessions. Strings to that bow, <laughs> literally, apparently. But actually, it is genuinely not right seeing Jessica so sort of silenced Ooh, and cowed. Yeah, and he sort of threatens her, not in a physical way, no. but he's sort of like, you know, oh, you won't see me next weekend, type of thing. Yeah, if you don't do exactly what I want, and it's just like, oh, you don't have to put up with this. And he wants her to stay at home. She's just sitting around waiting for his call. Yeah. Oh, it's it is grim. quite sad. Like the fact that it makes you miss an absolute psychopathic bitch who's horrible says to a everybody. Lot. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah, like that's how bad he is. We're missing the old. We actually miss her, just monster. ruining lives for no good reason. Yeah, she only even she was. It was just a half-hearted one at the beginning where she just like a random lie about Todd. <laughs> doesn't even go anywhere. That, no, no, it. it was just like nah. that's what she does. <laughs> if she needs to say something, the first thing that comes into her head is a lo- is a weird like. Yeah. Libelous lie. That could potentially like really mess things up for people, but yeah. but nothing comes of it. No, because she doesn't really get consequences anyway. No, that's true. Um, but she actually says like Elizabeth does try and talk her out of running around after Bruce, mm. but she's she says he's worth it. He's clearly not. Oh, like unless those alleyway romps <laughs> are more satisfying than they sound. Oh God, because they really don't. Yeah, it's just a smell. <laughs> Um, but then his birthday's coming up. That's right. Yes, and he has he has a party. Oh well, <laughs> well, what? This is a very big plot hole. It's kind of convoluted for no good reason, isn't it? This whole thing. Yes. So Jessica thinks that they're going for like a romantic dinner for two Just in the, the country two of club. Them. Yeah. But when she tells Elizabeth, Elizabeth is like, well, she doesn't tell Jessica because she doesn't, you know. She feels it isn't her place or something. Yeah. I'm not really sure why. But anyway, it tur- Je- Elizabeth knows that he has planned a giant party in the co- in the country club. How does Jessica not know about this? Like, yeah. how has she not heard? I think it's like he told everyone to keep it a surprise for Jess. But it's like, but I I don't understand why. <laughs> like, yeah. So Elizabeth just kind of goes along with that. And yeah. Like, you know, give her a heads up. And like, how has nobody slipped it? Slipped the news yeah. to her? Like, it's a bit weird. It is very weird. So she's. Uh, she thinks that she's Jess thinks that she's going to have this intimate dinner and uh, 
with uh, with Bruce probably wearing her, you know. Oh, she actually she wears a black dress, but it's called like a crepe de chine dress, and I have. Oh, that, no idea is what that is a real fabric. Is it? Yes. Oh, yes. It's, so it's a light Americans fabric. No, no, no. Edge. I okay. actually do. Yes, it, okay. that is a real fabric. It's a lightweight fabric. Oh. So it's quite hard to sew. So um, she right presumably didn't make it herself. Probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's not wearing like a you know a blazer no. or something for once. <laughs> so he hasn't. Uh, but she's, he, made, she's made an effort. She's made a big effort to look lovely for their yeah. romantic evening and, as she sees it. And because she also has, she's going to fail a test beforehand. Yeah. Because Emily is no longer going to go along with her, so she thinks oh she's going to have to study. But Bruce, Bruce's attitude is also kind of weird because mm. he he doesn't want her to do anything, but he well, doesn't want her to just, doesn't even think she should be studying. He's Maybe it's meant to be on call for him. Just, just hang around for him the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So, you know, she could hang around and read a chemistry book. But anyway, she he says he knows where Mr. Russo, the chemistry teacher, keeps the exam papers. Yeah. So, she she manipulates... Robin Wilson. Poor Robin. Now, we haven't really talked much about Robin so no. far in this episode, but I almost feel we should have a trigger warning oh God. for fat shaming because I'm not joking. The so depiction horrible. of Robin is vile. Yeah. Like, she fits in more in the subplot in this episode, mm. but basically, she is a fat girl yeah. who is depicted as being a sort of pathetic gorger. Yeah, like the first time she's mentioned it's like the high-pitched voice kind of like that she's already annoying and she hasn't even appeared properly and she just runs around after jessica all the time because oh, she doesn't she's run she waddles going oh of course yes yeah, she can't run and she uh wears really unflattering outfits oh, yeah. and so she lets uh jessica just treats her like shit and because yeah, she's, she's so kind of battered down by the weight of disapproval <laughs> of the pricks of the sweet valley eye she she's she never is able to stand up for herself and, yeah and it's just, it's very, very unpleasant and actually actively, I think, dangerous. It's cruel, the yeah. way she's described, yeah. And I can only imagine what it was like for for children mm. reading it who, you know, did feel bad about their weight. Uh, just having every single fear validated that yeah. they're like a grotesque sort of joke, which is how she's presented. She's always eating. Yeah, pretty much. Or there's a reference to her eating or something. Yeah, and it's it's always something really mean and unnecessary. Yeah, it's like oh, she always has a candy bar stuffed in her bag. Like, it's like what? What? That is not what normal anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's not constantly gorging at all times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she gets Jessica gets her because she'll do anything mm. uh, for Jessica. She gets her to steal the exam papers. Yeah, but it does not work. Because I think Mr. Russo... Oh, he changes the paper changes at the last the minute. Paper. They thought it was too like last year. Yeah. And Emily had come... Um, oh, do you know what it is? It's, she gives the paper to Emily. So she's like, oh, right, you're going to cheat and I'm going to copy you. That's right. So Jessica still kind of keeps her hands clean. Yes. And then yeah. Emily turns herself in yeah. to Mr. Russo. The guilt gets too much. Yes. She so, doesn't write Jessica out, even though she absolutely no, should. No, this is the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever about... You know, not ratting on people. Yeah. Jessica deserves it. She does. She's terrible. <laughs> like she got someone else to steal her exam paper, yeah. an exam paper for her. Okay, it's funny because she's so sad and pathetic, running around after Bruce for so much of this book. But she actually does still manage to get have to do some sneaky to get some sneaky stuff in. Yeah, that's true. I Even suppose we like, were somewhere. feeling bad for her not ten minutes ago. Yeah, actually, now it's like actually, oh, this <laughs> book is a whirlwind ride. It's a roller it's a, coaster. It is a roller coaster. <laughs> so anyway, she fails the test, but that doesn't really nothing really happens. Nah. Like there it's was like, all this stuff. You'll do some you. assignments after class. Yeah, okay. and it was also the risk of she, the reason she was worried about failing was because she might be kicked off the cheerleading squad. But then that that's doesn't right, yeah. seem to happen. No, I really missed something. Um. But anyway, they're going to go on, their, on this mysterious birthday date. Yes. But it's uh, Bruce's is all sort of dressed up, looking swaggy. <laughs> he's, um, he's, 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 he's unbuttoning buttons. Oh he's unbuttoning God. a shirt collar as Whoa. he approaches Jessica. Wow. But um, <laughs> the party ends up going to... Guido's. Oh, Jessica finds out, of course, that the party. Yeah, is they like turn up at the country club, party. and oh yeah, the entire school is there. So she's like, "What the fuck?" 
add but, boost. Uh, he just ignores her for the whole thing. Yeah, he's, he's he pretty bad. Up, he dances with Caroline Pierce of all people. Oh, instead of Jessica. Like, come that on. That is poor. In what universe would that actually happen? Uh, well, see, he's just being such a controlling dick. It's That's like true. a way of like, oh, yeah. look, I'll even dance with Caroline Pierce. Dance with her. Don't you want me to dance with you? <laughs> um, so then they all head off to Guido's Pizza Palace. <laughs> Who knows why? <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna let that name sit uh. there. Um, so yeah, they a caravan of cars head down to Guido's. Mm. And then Bruce is just sort of being a dick and he's like, oh, I'm going to go clay pigeon shooting tomorrow. And Jess is like, we had a date. Oh, did we? Oh, then he just continues talking Yeah, he's just kind of like fobbing her off and it's just like, he's, oh, he's just the worst. He's really bad. And then his plan to get rid of her is just so stupid. So he makes a phone call and then he comes back because it's obviously free mobiles. He makes a phone call. He comes back and he's like, oh, my grandmother's sick. I've got to go to the hospital. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's really sad. And then Bruce says, oh, I'll take you home first. Yeah, it's like, Everyone's still here. Party's still going. Yeah, why would she go? And then Todd and Jessica are like, we'll take her Todd home. Todd and Liz. Oh, Todd and Liz. Oh, <laughs> so easy to get confused. With those identical Wakefields. <laughs> if only I'd known which was where you watch. So <laughs> Elizabeth and Todd are like, we'll take her home. Why does Jess go? Why would she go? Yeah. Like, why are they taking her? I don't know. Well, Liz does smell a rat because she just hasn't trusted That's Bruce from true, the beginning. That's true. Why would Jess But I don't know why Jess goes go so willingly. Yeah. Because there's a reason she be for like, her to go. You know what? I'm going to hang out here and have and some finish pizza. finish my pizza. And, you know, hang out with everybody. So, um, Jess is angry that she didn't let, Elizabeth didn't let her have a lift from Bruce. Mm. But... Uh, that's about it she doesn't say why are we going yeah she doesn't put up why much of a fight or like you know leaving? protest at all it's like she doesn't want to go but there's no you yeah. know she's letting old roadhouse Rhoda as we know <laughs> she will now be known has been dubbed by Bruce <laughs> just drive her oh, away but yeah they kind of faff around for a bit on purpose yeah they waste they plan. take some time Todd yeah. pretends that he's into astronomy yeah he's looking for so Venus or as something as if he know. knows the name of yeah. any constellations <laughs> And like 10 minutes, Todd is pretending to look at Saturn. Um, And then Elizabeth is like, oh, I left my keys back in Guido's. So we better go back. And when they do, a sight meets their eyes. Mm. And that sight is a glamorous redhead. Oh my God. Sitting beside Bruce. Yes. And this is kind of, uh, of, I never thought I'd be so happy to see... (laughs) The evilness of Jessica. It's like <laughs> the fog she'd been enveloped by had simply <gasps> lifted. She was now standing there looking for the first time at the real Bruce Patman as a sly smile slowly, o- s- sly smile slowly stole over her face. Wow. Oh, tongue twister. She mapped out the stages of her revenge. <laughs> the old Jessica was back. Hooray! Hooray! And Bruce Patman was finally going to see her in action. Oh my God. And it's, it's great build up but the payoff is not no, Great. it doesn't deliver, really. <laughs> that, so. that typically terrible Wakefield brand of revenge. Yeah, Once again, lets us down with a bang. They are so <laughs> shit at revenge plans. And considering how devious Jessica is yes. in general. Like, she's good at fucking up people's lives, mm. but she is not good. But then when she's actively looking for revenge on this guy, yeah, like, she, she throws pizza in his face. And, and she pushes throws, him into a fountain, uh, yeah. which Guido apparently has. Apparently there's an indoor fountain <laughs> pizza plates. Like, that's what you want with your pizza, a smell of chlorine. <laughs> Yes. Like. Oh, she does throw some uh, soda at him. Oh, a pitcher of soda. Yes. Goes over his head. Uh, so, and then, because uh, no one's ever seen Bruce Patman so humiliated. Mm-hmm. And then she turns to Winston and smiles. I believe I owe you a date. And then she goes out with him, using him. Yeah. Winston Again, is treated. He's just being used all the way through. Yeah. And then. Oh, she lets the air out of uh, the tires of Bruce's Porsche. Fair play to her, actually. That yeah. is good. That was, actually was, is more of a It is good. Revenge. And I was reading that, but I was also like, you know what? Fucking slash him. <laughs> yeah, go big. Slash him. Yeah, he can get him. Cause he, a lasting damage. He should get a bump. Key that car. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why did she key what Bruce won? I really wish he did. Yeah. Oh, well. You know, it's better better than nothing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Todd and Elizabeth are just like, oh, I bet Elizabeth won't thank, or bet Jessica. Oh, my God, what's <laughs> happening to me? I've been infected by Sweet Valley stupidity. <laughs> uh, I can't tell the difference between no. these very different people. Um, yeah, Todd is like, oh, great, Jessica won't be grateful. And Elizabeth's like, oh, her being a giant bitch again is all the reward I need. Yeah. And so many really? words. <laughs> and uh, then we get a bit more from Robin at oh. the end. Yeah. Poor so Robin. Robin. She's just been following Jessica around the whole time, really, hasn't she? Kind yeah, of. she literally has. And uh, it turns out that Jessica has promised to pledge her as mm. a member of Pi Beta Alpha, which is the sorority. Yes. But 
Elizabeth is sure that Jessica is not going to put her up for membership. So Je- Elizabeth remembers that she too is in the sorority, which she only joined to please Jessica inexplicably. <laughs> and um, she decides that she will step in and nominate her. Mm. Um, so it says that, you know, there would be nothing Jessica could do to stop her. It would probably throw the club and Jessica into an absolute uproar. But they all deserve the pressure, Elizabeth <laughs> told herself, not realising the chaos. <gasps> she was about to create oh my god so there is a tagline yes. for the next book do you want to read it okay can Liz outwit her scheming twin and make Robin a pie beta find out in Sweet Valley High number four power play coming next month <sighs> oh leaving us on tenterhooks <laughs> oh, so there's there's a subplot in this which does involve Emily Meyer also yes. mentioned as the she's the drummer in the droids the drummer of the droids who, who Jessica was cheating off <laughs> and the droids in that first dance where the you know all eyes are on the spectacle of Bruce juggling Jessica over his head. <laughs> but there is a the presence of a tall, lanky man in his early 20s standing at the back of, back of the gym near the bleachers. He was just red leather pants with a matching skinny tie knotted loosely over his white shirt. It's I have to say, if there was somebody... Pants. Oh my God. There was somebody standing, somebody <laughs> in their late 20s standing in a school gym staring yeah. at people. Someone who's call, like, not a teacher, yeah. not a parent. Call the police. Little, like, yeah. Who is this? Who weirdo? is stranger danger? Yes. Come on. Um, yeah, they really need like sex education. Just something. Please. Um, so, yeah, he is a ba- he's a big shot music manager. Yeah, he's going to he's going to manage the droids and make him famous. Yep. And he takes them off to 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 play some gigs. Yes. But, in terrible places. Yeah. And they're not they're all awful. But in one of them, we get one of my favorite outfits. Oh, yes. Uh, so they go to this terrible gig and it's nearly empty. Uh, there's hardly anybody there. Winston is just being a dick because, oh, they take Winston and Robin. Yeah. And Winston is just horrible to her. He's so mean to her because that's a Jessica has been feeding Robin lies that Winston is into her. Yes. Um, so she's all excited. And Winston is just really rude. He's not having it. He's so rude like, to her. Yeah, you don't fancy her. That's fine. But mm. like, be polite. No one in this, these books yeah. is polite to anybody. No. But anyway, when they go to the, gi- the gig, that this this is sort of stepping on the outfits turf, but I do go need to highlight it. because it is one of my favourite It's great. Bits. It is the line that says, about Dana had honed her style, so she now strutted around like a self-confident star. She and Emily had also invested in eye-catching red jumpsuits. Yes. And the visual effect... <laughs> Was powerful. I bet it was. And in one of my books, because I do write young adult books, and one of they are about uh, girls in a band. And in one of the books is set in a summer sort of rock camp for cool. ca- for teenagers. And another band in the in the in the rock camp, not my heroines, but another one. They're trying to have a makeover to make themselves look interesting. And at the end, they quote invest in high ca- eye catching jumpsuits no. and the visual effect is powerful oh my god so there was a shout out to <laughs> I this love it. If you, in a book by uh, by me called Rebecca Rocks there is a very direct reference oh my god to I love it playing with fire and well the eye catching jumpsuits fantastic but sadly the eye catching jumpsuits aren't enough for the success of the droids no mm. yeah it turns out that this manager dude was just kind of stringing them along or like he used to work for a proper like record company yeah. but got sacked so he was just kind of messing with the droids because he fancied Dana which is very very gross because she's like 16 yeah like Ugh. come on dude so much creepiness <laughs> but that's it really they're just like oh well yeah it's just like oh it turns out that guy was just full of shit and wasn't going to do anything for us the end yeah it's like okay it's sort of like well we've learned our lesson yeah but bit weird. speaking of the droids you had a very strange experience with this book when you first <laughs> We're we're going to uh, to to read it for for recapping on your excellent blog purposes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So back when I was yeah writing the post for this book, I couldn't get my hands on a physical copy, so I found a PDF and I was reading it, and it was like, okay, this all seems slightly off. And it turned out it was a two thousand and eight rewrite when they modernized them. So they modernized like the first I think five books maybe. But yeah. it was the weirdest thing because it was like, here's these really familiar characters. But then like when the droids turn up like at the dance at the very first chapter, 
It's like, oh, Sweet Valley's hottest band, Valley of Death. Oh, good Lord. I was like, that is. Oh, unless it is. I mean, unless sweet, it is Sweet Valley that is the Valley of Death. I mean, That's, maybe. Maybe still. things took a turn in 2008. <laughs> like, what? Well, it was an economic crash, I suppose. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> but no, that is just wrong. But yeah, so the droids were called Valley of Death. Ugh. And like Emily Mayer, who, as we just heard, was in a, an amazing red jumpsuit. Yeah. Not 10 minutes Eye ago. Eye-catching. Yeah. In this version, she's there with like her, you know, her fringe combed into her face. She's got loads of black eyeliner on, uh, like a t-shirt with a red peace sign on it and combat boots. Oh, wow. And it's like... Oh, so radical what <sighs> it was just all wrong it's like a bad 80s goth is what the, she is actually yeah like mm. yeah it was just it was all wrong because you know the droids are sparkly and amazing and wearing jumpsuits wearing, like, warmers. yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumpsuits you and know satin outfits exactly and the other weird change was that the dairy burger was no more even though you know People still eat burgers. I had a burger yesterday. Did so in 2008. But uh, yeah, the dairy burger is replaced by a Mexican restaurant called Casa del Sol. There's room for both. I know. You like, know, you know, just maybe there's more Mexican oh, people think, in Sweet Valley now. But I think uh, like two in the original <laughs> version of that diversity. So maybe. Uh, but the most outrageous change was Bruce's Porsche. Oh, I actually one Bruce one legendary Porsche. <laughs> you told me this before, and I was almost upset. I, you, you were so, so upset. wrong. Uh, yeah, in the new versions, he drives a Cadillac. Bruce would never be never seen would dead like. The Porsche is his identity. It's crucial. It's, it's run, Bruce, run for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. It was outrageous. It was uh, infuriating. There's also, there's a reason those books bombed. <laughs> because they did. They only did five. Because yeah. Everyone was like, this is nonsense. Anybody who wants to read Sweet Valley wants old school classic Sweet Valley. Of course Valley. you do. They do not want some yeah. sort of revamp with mobile phones. That's what, And actually, speaking of the mobile phones, which are all kind of crammed in weirdly, uh, <laughs> Bruce's ringtone is mentioned at one point as being the song, This Is Why I'm Hot, <laughs> which is... I don't know if I love it or hate it because it's so on the nose. (laughs) I kind of love that because it's so terrible. But yeah. But also the idea of like a rap song existing in Sweet Valley just seems a Mm, bit weird. That is true. It just. Yeah. Yeah. Considering they're usually the most up to date references. Mm. Like the Rolling Stones (laughs) and (laughs) Burt Reynolds. So yeah, there's a. it, that that doesn't really ring oh true, gosh. even if it was set in the present. Really, it actually should be somebody from the eighties, yeah, or the nineties, maybe. Mm. You know, it just it was just so wrong. Should have been new kids on the block. Or it something. was upsetting. Hanging <laughs> tough. Oh god. Um, <laughs> so, do you have some outfits for us? I know I, I, I sneaked in and got you the eye catching jumpsuits, but you know, apologies. That's quite all right. You've quite the claim on them, seeing as you've mm. written them into your book and everything. I've immortalized them in Irish literature. <laughs> So. Okay, so yeah, the dance that we start off with, the uh, fifth annual rock and dance contest, whatever mm, that right, was. Yeah. Uh, so the twins' outfits for that. So Jessica rocks up in a bright blue skin-hugging mini dress and matching tights. Oh, blue tights. Now that is a look I associate with Veronica in Heather's. Ooh. And I really wanted those blue tights when I was 14 blue and Heather's tights came out. and a blue dress. Yeah, no, that is a bit much. A bit much. It's a bit smurf. It's Smurfette, yeah. It she's basically Smurfette. turned up as Smurfette <laughs> to the dance. She's not wearing like a white floppy hat. Uh, so yeah, and then Elizabeth, and like she's at a dance, remember, okay? Her stylish but more casual wheat-coloured pants and her tan-striped shirt. What? So she's come as beige on beige with some more beige. She would dance. I hate her. <laughs> oh my God. Like the thing is, maybe you could style that out if you're doing sort of like Lauren Hutton in the 70s, you know, wide leg trousers, but she okay. is not. No, she's, no, not. she's not. She's we wearing she's not. like high-waisted pegged chinos <laughs> is what she's wearing. You know. You just, you know it's terrible. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, all her clothes are. So <laughs> They're so boring. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this one we've got Jessica's uh, image change. With uh, her clothes from the Boston shop, mm, yeah. which was, uh, yeah, triumphantly, Jessica pulled a brown wool blazer and matching skirt out of one bag and two Oxford shirts from another. The look was tasteful, classic and rich, yet very unlike Jessica. Well, it certainly <laughs> like, no is. Shit, yeah. It's like a school uniform. Oh, I think one of our local, my local schools in Trumcall, and uh, it was a school called Margaret Aylward's that I believe they might have had a brown blazer wow. and skirt. Quite the look. Yeah. But like, where would you be going in a wool blazer? Again, in California. I know. It's so hot there oh, all the time. This is not... I, I would have thought Bruce would have preferred more sexy on Yeah, me too. Like, he, he's getting her dressed like a dowdy pensioner. Like, like, oh, it's a bit Jessica Fletcher. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, hang on. Is he now on board with it? Yeah, oh, my. Okay, oh, that, this, this really Damn. is a roller coaster. Game changer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I never she's sort of doing Jessica Fletcher cosplay. cosplay. <gasps> oh, we'd all do that. Hmm. 
That also makes me think better of Bruce. Oh no. <laughs> if that's what he's after. Oh, <laughs> uh, I doubt it though. I doubt it. Oh no. So oh, God. okay, I think that was it for the outfits. Oh, they're then, pretty good. The, um, yeah, those are pretty this top. There's some highlights as a, oh, of the whole God. series. In yeah, I also had um, just bits marked where people are being shitty to Robin, but I don't know if that's too depressing. Well, no, I think we do need to <laughs> highlight them because they are so awful. It's so and bad. they're just really just, you know, warning for people who are upset by, you know, yeah. who weren't in the mood for any fat phobia. But there is, there's a lot of it. Like bad. Winston says at some stage how, you know, oh, he doesn't like being around people who eat all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, this I seriously took issue with. So, yeah, the line is, uh, Robin, well, she's okay. Uh, we don't really have that much in common, though. I get nervous around people who eat all the time. Like, is that what the who Kate William thinks? <laughs> like, larger people are just constantly eating. I like, oh yeah. But what really annoyed me about that as well is that, like, a couple of books later, uh, and it's not really a spoiler because it's not a, a major no. plot point. But like, Winston does like a pizza eating challenge. Yeah, when he, he tries like to break a world record. That, that is grotesque eating. to eat a shitload of pizza. And yeah. it's like, do you know what? Winston. Stop judging other people's eating habits when you're going to yeah. actually like stuffing yourself with pizza, pizza to the and point of vomiting. Her. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, he's so bad. Yeah, we are not happy with Winston in this uh, no. in this book. Or Jessica, for that matter, because she's, I mean, we never are, but like, she's <laughs> she's really bad to, to Robin. She is. Yeah, so kind of when we meet Robin first, yeah, it's like the high-pitched voice of Robin Wilson cut abruptly into their conversation. And like, she admires Jessica's dress and tells her it's lovely and that she'd love to get one like it. But then Jessica's like, cool it, Robin, I get your point, Jessica said, giving the overweight girl one of her fake bright smiles, thinking the last thing in the world Ugh. she'd want was to be seen in the same outfit as Miss Tubby. Ugh. Jessica, you are horrible. It's so horrible. And actually, though, I have to say that the Winston stuff is almost worse because he's meant to be... He's, he's actually be sort a nice of a, guy. But yeah. I think that's the problem. He's a classic nice, nice guy. guy. Capital N, capital G. Yes. Oh, I've never seen it before. Mm. But like, this is what happens when they go out. Like, they go in the car. He barely speaks to Robin. So rude. Directing his comments to the front seat. Far from the easygoing talkative person Robin had encountered at the dance, Winston had appeared preoccupied and not at all interested in being with her. And then they're sitting next to each other at a table and he's literally ignoring her. Yeah, like, like basic decency. I know. Come on. What is wrong with them? Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Robin is like, oh, well... Yeah, because she's been so really treated sad. so badly by everybody in Sweet Valley that even, she's sort of like, this is what I deserve. Yeah, and even Jess, or Elizabeth, God, I'm doing it now. <laughs> yeah. Even Elizabeth, who's, you know, Saint Elizabeth mm. and the nicest person in the world ever. When she meets Robin, uh, Robin turns up at the house because Jessica had made plans with her and they just didn't show up. Um, Jessica, Elizabeth sort of bonds with her. Elizabeth goes, yes. Yeah, so, although Elizabeth didn't know Robin that well, she felt sorry for the pudgy girl standing before her. How dare she not be as radiantly beautiful as me? Her life like, must be terrible. What kind of carry-on is that? She's not a perfect size six. Ugh. How dare she darken their door? I actually don't think they mentioned the perfect size six yet. That becomes a trope in later books that we're constantly told that the books... That, skinny they are. That they're a perfect size six, which yeah. is a, a size ten in this part of the world. Um, and actually what's really horrible is that when they did those <gasps> they revamps, they, they, made, they made them a size four. four. Yeah. Which is actively terrible. terrible. Yeah, you think, like, whatever about you know, stuff being bad in the 80s. When you're rewriting it in 2008... You're making them skinnier. Have a bit of cop on, like... I know. It's really disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I'm going to go on about for Robin for now because yeah, the that... next book goes to town. Oh, yeah. It's so awful. it is bad. Yeah. Um, it's such a harsh, uh, harsh buzz. But do you have any statistics for us? I do, and they're not good. No. <laughs> go on. Those blue-green eyes, the colour of the Pacific Ocean? Yes. Two mentions. I know. What? Scandalous. Oh, good lord. <laughs> so the Wakefield blondness gets all of three shout outs. Wow, they're getting fewer and fewer, fewer every and fewer. Yeah. That's and actually, it. Yeah, that's kind of, that's it for, for all that stuff. Good lord. There was one bit, I'm just looking now actually at my notes, that I was mad at Ned Wakefield. Because, oh. yeah, there's this weird conversation when, like, Elizabeth's all preoccupied about Jessica. Uh, you know, running around after, after Bruce. But, um, yeah, so, hang on, where is it? Ned and Alice are very neglectful parents they're, a lot of the are, time. And their relationship is a bit weird in this bit because Ned knew that the Fowlers were getting some big shot like interior designers to do stuff for them and Alice was going for the job or like thought that she might be able to get it. But yeah. Ned knew all along that that wasn't going to happen and he never said anything Talk to, to your her. wife, Ned. Yeah, so she was like, Alice lifted her brows in surprise and distress. How do you know? Why didn't you tell me sooner? Ned's face assumed that slightly bemused expression that always came over him when they discussed his wife's career moves. Ugh! 
Oh, Ned, you are disgusting. Yeah, I was very unhappy with Ned. And then, like, that's kind of it for that little conversation. Like, nothing else comes of that. It's just, like, yeah. a really weird little vignette of Ned being a bad husband. <laughs> I suppose, actually, they do slightly change that in later books. With no spoilers. But there is a book in which they're going to move to San Francisco for... Um, for the sake of Alice's That's career. True, yeah, yeah. So at least it is taken seriously. But of course they don't go because the Wakefields' minds would be completely blown if they went <laughs> to city that wasn't like they 99% white. Possibly leave Sweet Valley. Yes. Oh, well, Sweet happen. Valley will probably... And I'm not giving any, any spoilers, but this isn't entirely unrelated to the very end of the series but if the Wakefields ever left Sweet Valley would like collapse in itself it like, would just disappear like, it wouldn't exist without them it would fall into a hole it would be <laughs> and that would be the end of that Sweet Valley because they are the centre of the universe so yeah. if there's any if in any book where one of them is even almost leaving like oh yeah the face comes could to a spars. it's kind of like in the return you know that French series when anybody tries to leave the town where all the okay. dead people have come back like they're going through they'll go through a tunnel to get to the motorway and they'll realise they're just going <gasps> around in circles oh no it's Hotel California <gasps> oh that's, that's perfect <laughs> oh that bombshell wow not I- bob- one revelation after another <laughs> that pop cultural insight we will bid you goodbye oh wow for now oh, until next time when yeah. we will be discussing Sweet Valley number four Power play. Um, so in the meantime, please follow us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. And uh, you can email us if you want to share anything like what the hell is a Fiat Spider or... <laughs> How do you pronounce Lavalier? Lavalier. Lavalier. <laughs> Help us out. What's an Oxford shirt? Yeah. I think that's something like America. It's it's a phrase Americans is might it? choose. I've never heard it on this side of the Atlantic. Okay. So, Oxford yeah, whatever shirt. it is, let yeah. us know. And sure. uh, we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the Headstuff Podcast Network at HS Pod Network or at This Headstuff. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes. Uh, yeah, because that all really helps us get up in the charts somewhere, which would be brilliant. And if you know anybody else who would enjoy to Irish people uh, <laughs> waffling about Sweet Valley then please spread the word tell your friends uh, let's make this the number one Sweet Valley Irish Sweet Valley High podcast so niche yes yes we're, we're going to master that niche <laughs> it's going to be all ours we're, we're going to hold on to it as tightly as Bruce is holding on to Jessica in the cover and of Playing is, With a Fire that is tightly and we will see you all soon goodbye thanks for listening bye This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.